Welcome to Chasing Water, where we combine pursuit and process to equip and inspire you to guide your sons to become men. I'm Ryan Brown. And I'm Jared Gibson. How many of you grew up with a great storyteller in your life? Maybe it was one of your uh, parents or grandparents, um, an aunt or an uncle, but I bet there was someone in your life who always had a really good story. A lot of places in the world still are these uh, oral cultures where they pass down information uh, through the spoken word. Throughout our history, um, that was a huge part of how we pass down our history, even in the Western world. Um, Telling stories was so important. And now we've gotten to where pretty much everybody, at least in the Western world, can read and write. Um, And so we have kind of lost this skill of being able to tell a good story. Um, And so tonight... Uh, we're going to discuss storytelling. Um, and more likely, uh, most likely, many of you were probably taught your family history through hearing stories. You learned about your grandparents, your aunts, uncles, what your parents were like when they were little um, by hearing good stories. Um, and a lot of times there's that one person in the family uh, who tells all the stories or maybe all the stories are about them. <laughs> Either way, story is an important part of how we know who we are um, and how we grow in understanding um, our family. So tonight, Jared, why are we talking about storytelling? Yeah, so I mean, you brought up many of the things I think that are really important. But uh, great stories in a family, I think, not only connect children to their past, uh, but stories in general help us gain knowledge, develop character, give us insights into people. Or other places. I mean, (laughs) there are so many times that, you know, as a kid, maybe uh, like a a time period or a place that maybe you'd never been, but uh, the story allowed you to go there. Mm -hmm. And so that's really, really helpful. Um, Stories just help us inform us, I guess, about a lot of things in life and things that maybe we will experience in the future but haven't yet. Uh, They help us um, do things, I I think, just... uh, in general, they kind of help us understand ourselves even. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, did you have, uh, as, you, as you were growing up, did you have uh, great storytellers in your family? Yeah, I mean, I think the people that stand out the most are my great aunts. Uh, they We would go see them probably maybe two or three times a year. Uh, they lived about 45 minutes away, so we thought we were... You know, already on a great <laughs> really journey. On a journey, yeah. <laughs> but we we would go to see them, and we would eat lunch there. They always cooked like the best Southern comfort food meals oh, yeah. ever, and uh-huh. they also like to watch wrestling. So I don't know if that helped their storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> These are great ants. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny, you know. And uh, so we would, you know, watch Channel 3, 6 or 12, and I guess one of those had, you know, these wrestlers on there. But uh, one of the things that um, they would do and we would ask them to do is tell us uh, stories. And typically all of their stories were like spooky stories. Mm -hmm. And so they would tell us about things like their father seeing like a white white ghost-like figure that was like an animal like sitting in a tree one time the dogs he let them go and the dogs ended up coming back and getting under the their house you know like scared and he was like not sure what he was going to do and it disappeared they never saw it again you know but there were always crazy things and things that happened to them that just made you think Man, they they have been in some really scary situations, and maybe that was just living out in the country, yeah. Or maybe it was just because people out in the country could do that. So it was just always really interesting. I always remember 
after hearing those stories, we would open the door to leave and like we would run out to uh, the car and hope that my dad would hurry up and open it so we could jump in and lock the door. Because <laughs> you're terrified. <laughs> yeah, but it was so great. We would just be like, tell us that again. And they would just tell them, you know, over and over. Uh, and my grandfather, of course, told me a lot of stories. He was uh, he was a logger uh, as um, a younger man and then later worked in a service station. And so he just interacted uh, early on. Of course, that was more tied to nature and later with just people. Mm -hmm. And so we would learn about times and specific periods of time in history that were greatly influenced with the the experiences that he had. And I think about them now. I think, wow, I I would have never really understood that had he not told me about it. And so uh, the last thing would just be around the campfire as a kid. You know, there would always be things that we did and that involved something like that. And, you know, I'd love to sit around here uh, older men tell mm-hmm. great stories of yeah. their valor in the hunting stand or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I have uh, in my family, my dad is the storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, so very much um, he always has a story for, you know, any any situation, anything he'll have. Oh, yeah, there's this one time. Um, and sometimes it'll be about him. Sometimes it'll be about one of his friends or his brother or, you know, whatever. But he's 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 got a lot of good stories and it's gotten to the point where m- many of his stories we've heard enough my sister and I've heard enough mm-hmm. that now you know we'll be we'll be over there having dinner or something and uh and he'll start to tell the story and we'll kind of look at each other like oh yeah we know how this one goes <laughs> um but it's like we don't care it's like yeah we want to hear it again right. like we yeah we know the story and it's great like it's a good one yeah. <laughs> so yeah tell and it the again. younger generation needs to hear yeah it too. <laughs> it's like yeah boys listen this is an important this is a good one yeah uh, my great grandmother was also had some uh, had some pretty crazy stories. She just passed away this this earlier this year. She was about to be a hundred and three, um, and so I mean, being born in nineteen seventeen, wow. she had a lot of stories to tell, and um, it was all it was really interesting to hear some of her stories. Um, you know, I, I, I wish I had heard more of them. Wish I had recorded some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, people did. There, there, you know, there are things out there, but. Um, yeah, she always, boy, she had some crazy. And that, like you said, that's a way of like looking into the past, mm-hmm. a glimpse into what it was really like. Because it's like there's documentaries or whatever, but for somebody to actually say, you know, and there, and she's like talking about the people she knew and, mm-hmm. you know, how they were their personalities and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and it's always that was just an interesting part of uh, of hearing her stories is yeah. how she would always tell you what a person was like who was in her story. It right. was always fun. Uh, my sister-in-law, uh, her grandmother, I think um, she ended up in World War II. I think she lived in Germany or something, oh, something wow. like that and came out of it and some, somehow like made it out. And the story is just Golly. fascinating. And they were, had it recorded, and it's right. just insane. And so those kind of things are just phenomenal, like right. eyewitness testimonies yeah, to things right. that you – like I said, you can read about them, but to, to hear someone speak, you know, in that, that way and, and that tied to like your history is just mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. So how does, um, how does storytelling work in your family now? What does that look like? So I don't know that I would be uh, as, uh, or consider this as much as I have uh, had Anna's father not uh, read her a lot of stories. And there was a specific group uh, or, of books, a couple of books that, uh, he read to her, and it was about two guys named Jack and Pete. And anyway, he added to those stories. And so 
uh, at night she grew up hearing stories and my older brother would tell stories to uh, his son and I thought about that a lot and I thought we need to to make sure and do that and I wanted to kind of pass that down mm-hmm. and um, so anyway uh, it's interesting with my older brother when he's around and my cousin's there my cousin's usually the uh, person that we're talking about in the in the story but my brother loves to tell of those stories and he does a really good job and so uh, I guess a number of people in my family like like many of you uh, that are listening uh, have people like that that tell those stories and uh, so we, we've kind of in our life we just tried to, to repeat that and, and I, I really I really like uh, now telling my boys stories and they'll ask and, and most of the time when they ask I, I will say okay I'll tell you a story and, and we'll kind of go from there um, we also went on a vacation not too long ago to a place that Anna vacationed as a child and there was a lady there and she was a professional storyteller and so it was just in the you know in the Appalachian kind of mountains, you know? And so that was just amazing. And, and that was a, that's another kind of instance where I was like, man, that was really helpful to think about that and even consider how she told the story Mm -hmm, and brought them in. I mean, that was awesome. And, uh, also her father, when he is in town and I I usually take out my phone, do the voice recorder thing and record his stories Mm -hmm. and he'll tell my boys stories. And so I tell stories, my brother tells stories, their grandfather tells stories, and uh, and then we also just kind of have a lot of books around our house and there there's stories there. And so all of that's been really uh, helpful, I think, um, with our with our kids. So Yeah, right. Um, what about you? Anything uh, that kind of stands out there? No, well, being the, the English major, you know, book lover that I am, <clears throat> story's one of those things that in my mind kind of defines life in a lot of ways. Um, and so I would, I would tend to just kind of think of lots of stuff in terms of a story, um, more than probably the average person would. It's just kind of the way my brain works, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Telling stories is a huge, um, and you know, not just telling a story, but the imagination that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. Um, even in, you know, the way that my kids play and I, if I'm playing with them, um, like I'm going to create some sort of story with what mm-hmm. we're playing. I mean, it's never just going to be, you know, a couple of army men shooting at each other. Like there's going to be some reason why they're having a fight, you know, yeah. oh, like, yeah. and so I, I always want to develop a story. It's just, I can't, why would you not? Right. That's an important part of what you're doing. So yeah, we, we love stories. We love books. Isaac's finally gotten to where my oldest, uh, he'll read, um, you know, read chapter books uh, mm-hmm. on his own, and he's developing a love for story and a love for uh, telling story. And he's starting to kind of like see like what makes a good one. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of picking up on the right. on the things. He's like, yeah, this is really good because. Right. And he'll tell you know like it was so surprising that this guy was the one who was the bad guy or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like oh yeah that you know that kind of surprising thing that took you off guard that does make for a good story. You're right. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Speaking of, like, what would you say are uh, some of the elements that you would need to have in a good story? Well, I mean, generally, you know, of course, you have to have a character um, or characters that, you know, your kid could identify with. And I think that's a really uh, valuable thing at this stage in life, mm-hmm. especially. Uh, they generally, if they're interested in something like uh, recently, my middle son is, he wants, in every story a robot you know and so i mean 
sometimes I'll say like, there's no robot here. They didn't exist at this time. You know, it was before it was pre robots, you know, (laughs) but we, um, so you'll have some character or characters uh, in our family. Of course, Uh there's often three boys, uh, you know, that are involved in some adventure. So you, you want something, someone they can identify with. And typically they're going to want to identify with the hero of the story, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, they're going to see themselves in that way. And so, you know, you kind of want to make that person, uh, you know, kind of set them up and make them uh, clear and that kind of thing. And then uh, there's always some villain or problem, yeah. I think, that, that comes up. Because one time I remember telling a story and, and one of them looked at me and said, like, well, nothing bad happened or something like that, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I forgot, you know, something bad had to happen yeah. or some something that brought tension and uh, something they had to overcome. So they're always looking for that. So you're looking for the villain and trying to make sure that they see whether that's some fear, you mm-hmm. know, right. or whether that's an individual or whatever uh, that's kind of going against the, I guess, the protagonist in the story. And so, um, and then I think uh, for little boys, uh, you, you do, you have to bring that resolution where they can see, and even for any of us, you know, we want resolution mm-hmm. uh, to some extent. We want to see that unfold and, and generally our story's always in really positive you know yeah. rather than just a total tragedy we yeah. kind of we're at that point you know yes i think the the first stories you have to learn are all comedies you can't right. you can't start with the tragedy stories because they don't make sense if you're not used to the storyline of a, of a comedy mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. have to understand that the way a story is supposed to work is that everything ends up happily ever after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so whenever a story doesn't end up that way, you get the point of why it doesn't. Right. And so, yeah, that's that's an important thing. And I would say, you know, you mentioned they have the character and then they have a problem. And, and there's usually something, uh, some realization. Uh, maybe somebody comes and, like, gives them this, this magic tool. Maybe yeah. somebody gives them the advice that they needed or... Uh, the magic kind of plan that's going to teach them the way to overcome uh, this problem or this villain, whatever. Um, I think that that element of story is so important because, um, you know, that's a helpful piece of like a worldview thing of thinking Mm -hmm. about our story. And so, you you know, we don't want to have those kind of stories where, uh, you know, little boy encounters problem and he just works really hard and overcomes the problem. If every story is just little boy overcoming every problem all by himself, right, right, right. Um, then, the, then the, you know, what we're teaching them is you can do everything that you put your little mind to, which, okay, that's great. Right. But most of the time you're able to do things that you put your mind to because people are there to help you because mm-hmm. you're reading books to learn how to do it better because uh, you're asking someone who's an expert and right. they're teaching you, right. right? And so it's not that just that you can do it because you're awesome. It's right. you can do it because there are other people there who are going to encourage you and give you tools and teach you. Right. And so I think having that kind of guide or helper in the mm-hmm. story is a really helpful, oh, yeah. important part. Yeah. Uh, in, in giving them the tools that they can overcome that trouble to have their happy ending right, <laughs> in right. the end. Yeah. We had, a, I told a story not too long ago about a little boy who was given a horse and he didn't know what name to give the horse, you oh. know, and he was trying to pick the name. It sounds like an America song. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up out like in a storm, like all by himself. And he's so disoriented, like he's just crying and puts his head down and he buries his head down and, you know, he's got a cowboy hat on, you know, he buries his head down and his parka or whatever he's wearing. And uh, all of a sudden the horse began to like take him home, but he didn't know it. 
Aww. And then when he finally came over the hill and looked down and saw it was his house, he couldn't believe it. But anyway, he ended up naming his horse Scout. That's and good. it became like the, he became the tool and resolution, and his name embodied it. So it's kind of fun. That's beautiful. Are you, are you going to write that down? <laughs> yeah, no, I wanted to. <laughs> you need to do it quick. Somebody's going to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's a good story. Yeah, They're going to yeah. make a buck, man. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> All right, so what would you um, what would you say are some steps? Say that someone's listening and they say, "Okay, this whole thing of story is great. Um, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Story is important. I, I remember my grandma. Her her stories were awesome. They, you know, taught me so much. I can still remember most of them. I'll, I'll miss her stories. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They realize it's important, and they want that for you know their boys for mm-hmm. their kids. Um, what are some practical steps? that somebody can take to better imbibe, you know, put story into their family. Right. Well, I mean, I think you do have to choose times. And I think, you know, many people uh, have like a nightly ritual that they go through. Most of us in the morning are rushing Mm -hmm. to do something, right? But Mm -hmm. um, the evening ritual kind of, uh, for us, you know, we have like a time of family uh, reading and praying and singing that kind of thing that we just do like a you would call family worship and then everybody kind of goes to their you know respective rooms and i um sometimes will go into one of their rooms somebody saying like hey can you tell me a story tonight and then maybe the other two will show up you know Mm -hmm. and so i think it's good have a a time that you you kind of generally do that because they'll kind of remind you you know and and they get used to that and it's just a good thing um, I think it's also uh, setting the stage for a good story, sometimes really good, uh, because little ones, especially when they're younger, uh, you know, they're moving around and doing all kinds of stuff. Sometimes we'll just uh, turn out all the lights and mm-hmm. just have like a flashlight, you know, in the room. So it's not always a scary story, but just yeah, more yeah, like yeah. a campfire type setting. Mm-hmm. And it allows them to focus in a little bit better. Um, Sometimes if I am telling a story that involves some kind of like like a horse or something, like my youngest will want to get on my back. And so I'm telling the story, and he's like riding the horse, you know. Of course, that usually turns into like throwing them off or something. Right, yeah. That's just funny. But I think that's important to kind of set the stage for them. Um, again, like identifying with the characters are helpful. Uh, I don't generally, because time is just, you know, we're all rushing through life. You know, I I don't usually spend a lot of time trying to think about the story prior to that. I just kind of have in my head, got to develop the character. I've got to have a problem. I want a resolution. I want to involve maybe a guide, like you said, that kind of comes along to help them uh, in some way. And so I think that's really important for us to do. Um, I also think it's good just to have books around the house where they're reading so that their imaginations are kind of being moved and stirred yeah, right? Uh, because that that's really cool. I, I think one of the things I cannot do, uh, and Anna just is blown away by, by it, is when I read a story, it doesn't, the picture's not painted, you know, in my head. Like there's, it, I don't get to see yeah, the story. Yeah, I'm with Anna it on doesn't, that one. Do what? I'm with Anna on that one. I yeah. don't get that at all. Like, I, I do just, you not? Yeah. I don't, I don't really understand that that well. And so I think, you know, some of that has to do with, you know, uh, likely I just didn't spend a lot of time reading as a child. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really enjoy that. And so I think that, that it's really helpful to kind of start them early because I think they can kind of, you can take them there. And so even before they can read, I think flipping through storybooks and all yeah, that kind of stuff really good. Sure. One thing that I just didn't think about 
um, in the past or I hadn't thought about as much is like if you just watch movies with your kids or they just watch videos, I, I think that uh, that that hinders their ability to see mm-hmm. things, yeah. you know. And I think that's a detrimental thing, you know, because basically someone else has imagined a world for you and put it before you. Right. And so it's almost like too easy for you to just kind of check out in with regard to that, that part of your mind, I guess, to, mm-hmm. to kind of check out. So I think all those things are just helpful and, and, and developmental. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's one thing that I think we need, do need to mention. Um, it is helpful. It is beneficial. Like, what would you say are some of the benefits because maybe someone is listening and they say, okay, well, maybe story is good, but is it really going to like help that much or is it just a fun little uh, thing that they'll remember? Yeah. Like right. what's, what are the benefits of yeah. So hearing, like I just mentioned, developing stories. your imagination. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think learning about periods of time in history, as we've discussed, I think developing someone's character is really, mm. really helpful. Right. Um, I think uh, taking them to places, just like looking at a painting, of the mountains, even if you've never been there before, taking them to places that they've never been. I think that's really helpful. And so I think sometimes uh, I set before them something that they can emulate. And so even or or like they despise it. So they don't want to go down that road personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they, they don't ever want to identify with the villain. And so as you set before them someone who has virtues that you would want them to, to follow or vices that you don't want, Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's just all those are really valuable. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think about um, the benefit of imagination is a huge one in my mind. Um, because, like you said, television or movies, they have their place. And, and there are some great stories that oh, have absolutely. been created, you yeah. know, through through TV series or through movies, not not to be discounted at all. Um and even video games yeah. at some level, like right. have the the world of that has grown so much and created such stories now mm-hmm. that I mean it just shows us for one that people love story. Like we're mm-hmm. always driven to it, kind of no matter what. That's what we always run to for entertainment is some sort of story. Um, but I do think that oral storytelling, like hearing a story and forcing your brain to think about it, is so beneficial uh, in developing a person who can think outside the box who can uh consider something new that's never been done before Mm -hmm. like innovators i think in order to be an innovator you have to have an imagination that's just you know crazy good um and so i think that's hugely vital and stories just like help you chill out sometimes right um like (laughs) with one of with my kids one of the things that we play is we do this dream story thing where they'll say, tell me my dream, Dad, tell me my dream. And we play this game. They, like, put a pillow on the floor, and they lay down, and we, um, and I'll just say, um, you know, he fell asleep, and he found himself mm-hmm, in a mm-hmm. cornfield. You know, it's like, it's like this. And I always kind of talk with this, like, really chill voice, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like the narrator to some very, and it, like, if it's nighttime, Mm-hmm. When we're done with that game, they're ready for bed. Right. Because I've told them the story. They've laid there with their eyes closed because it's mm-hmm. part of the game and you have to pretend right. like you're asleep. Sometimes they actually fall asleep. Yeah. And you know, so. Them to bed. Yeah, yeah. And so, it, that, you know, that's a lot of fun. It helps you, it helps you relax. There's something mm-hmm. about story that's just this calming piece. Mm-hmm. You know, there are, of course, exciting, fun, mm-hmm. thrilling stories too, but um, it's something soothing to the human. Mm-hmm. psyche i guess right to have this satisfaction of a story going on all around you mm-hmm. right 
there anything else that you can think of that you want to add to, uh, you know, why telling stories is so important, um, how we can do it better? Yeah, I don't think so. I think uh, those are helpful, and, and certainly any of you probably could add uh, to that or, or would have other things that you would add to it, and we could think about other things, but I think um, all those things that we talked about are really, really helpful and should inspire you. Yeah, I hope that we have. I hope we've equipped and inspired you to tell and read uh, and hear stories um, from your kids. Um, encourage them to tell you stories. Encourage them to read good stories. Um, we hope that you've seen the benefits of storytelling um, and that that will become a huge part um, of your life with your kids. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, we hope that you'll subscribe, rate, and share it with someone else. And we hope that you'll join us for the next episode of Chasing Water.